This is Sean Mandoli, and you're listening to the Hopeland Church Podcast. I hope you encounter God and walk in new levels of freedom as a result of listening to this message. Enjoy. All right, what's up, everybody? I hope you enjoyed the, the worship today. Um, really good to be here. Really stoked to be preaching the word to you online. Uh, this has been exciting. Uh, for us as a community just to be here week after week preaching the word of God to you and for you. So welcome to Hope Land Church and let's jump into the word of God today. All right, we're in Tikva. Everybody say that with me. You can say it loud even if people think you're crazy. It's okay. Say Tikva. Tikva. Some of you are like, what is that? What does that mean? Um, it's a Hebrew uh, word for hope. Uh, hope is an anchor. That's where we're at. This is part three, all right? So we're about to jump into this. Really excited today. So we're going to go to our text, okay? I'm going to pray and we're going to go to our text. So let me pray first and then we are going to jump into the word of God. Uh, Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your word. We thank you for revelation. We thank you for life. We thank you for life-changing word today. We thank you for spiritual nourishment. We thank you that, Lord, we will look into your word as a mirror, and we will be transformed into the image of God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Everybody said amen. Okay, let's do this, guys. Are you ready? Hopefully, you got your Bibles, you got your notes. Come on, you're going to get some good notes today that you can carry throughout your week, okay? That's what this is. This is a time for us to gather around the word, to sit at the table of the Lord, and to get something to take with us come Monday, all right? So here we go, Hebrews chapter six, verse 18 and 19. Um, we've been sharing this the last two weeks, but that by two immutable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, he might have, we might have strong consolation. This is talking about the covenant that God made with Abram and that God could swear by no other, meaning nobody else had the wherewithal or capacity to hold God accountable for what he promised, so he had to swear by himself. <laughs> I put myself on it, right? Right, I put, uh, you know, on myself, I will do this, right? So that's how God had to have a covenant with Abram, because nobody else is equal to God. Nobody else can, can is, is, is a match for him, right? Uh, so he had to swear by himself. And so two immutable things, unchangeable things, and which is impossible for God to lie. We might have strong consolation. Here it is. This is how it applies to us who have fled for refuge to lay hold of the hope set before us. Somebody say hope. Verse 19, this hope we have, this hope we have as an anchor of the soul. Okay, this hope we have as an anchor of the soul for the soul. This hope we have as an anchor for the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which enters the presence behind the veil, all right? That enters the presence of God behind the veil. Hallelujah. So this is it. This is our text. Hope is an anchor. It is ours. We have it. We hold on to it. Last week, we really dove into the definition of what sure and steadfast means. Uh, we're anchored in God, in his presence. Our soul needs an anchor. Hope is that anchor. 
Christ is that anchor, okay? And so today we're going to talk about two things. Here we go. So hope has everything to do with our position in Christ and our spiritual growth. Our position in Christ and our spiritual growth. I'm going to say it again. Hope has everything to do with your position in Christ and your spiritual growth. Say this with me, okay? Say it out loud. Say hope is hope has everything to do with my position in Christ and my spiritual growth. Let's say it again. Hope has everything to do with my position in Christ and my spiritual growth. All right? I want you to look at somebody and tell them I'm growing. I want you to look at somebody and tell them I am growing. All right? I want you to look at somebody and tell them, look at them, you are growing. Hallelujah. That's what we're going to talk about today. How hope has is so connected to your position and to your growth. Okay, Romans chapter five, here we go. Romans chapter five, verses one and two. All right, I'm gonna try to give you a minute just to get there, to get over there. I really want you to look at this. This is what we're gonna dive into today. All right, so here we go. Romans five, verses one and two. Therefore, having been justified by faith. Somebody say, praise the Lord. We have peace with God. Somebody say, praise the Lord. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith. Somebody say, praise the Lord. Into this grace in which we stand. Somebody say, praise the Lord. And rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Okay, so right here, here we go. This is about position. This is about your rightful position. You are of a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own special people. You are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Uh, you are, your life is hidden with Christ in God. You've received every spiritual blessing in Christ. Okay. Um, you are accepted in the beloved in Christ. You have joy. You have peace. You have righteousness. Okay. You have wisdom. You have counsel. You have understanding. You have community. You, you are a part, a place. You have a place in the body of Christ. You are positioned in Christ. The devil is under your feet. Um, this, you are justified by faith. Somebody say, praise God. Justified. I mean, we're talking about position now. Position in the kingdom of God and in Christ is all about what God has done. You are simply accepting it. You are simply receiving it. Okay, salvation is not of works, lest any man should boast. Okay, we are saved by grace through faith. That not of works, lest anyone should boast. Right, we are justified by faith. We are declared saints right? Saints, through faith in the name of Jesus, we are declared saints. Position, we have peace with God, okay? You are not at odds with God. You are not in, in Christ. You are not an enemy of God. You are a friend of God, okay? We have peace with God, okay? And we have access to the very throne of heaven. We have access to every promise in the word of God. We have access to his love and his mercy. We have access to his provision. We have access to his purpose. We have access to all that he is, because of Jesus, okay? We also, also have access. By what? Because I'm good? Because I'm perfect? Because I fasted? Because I go to church? Because I'm a pastor? No, 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 no. You have access by faith. My faith is in Jesus. Access. Jesus, you are my Lord. I, I put my life in your hands. My life is yours. Access by faith into this grace 
in which we now stand. That is positional language. We stand in the grace of God. We aren't reaching for it. We stand in it. We aren't trying to find it. We stand in it in Christ. Okay? Uh, you know, stand fast in the liberty by with what Christ, by which Christ has set you free. You know, you stand in the grace of God, in his enabling power. Okay? Uh, we stand in God's favor, his unmerited favor. This is the gospel, okay? And so there is so much in here, folks, that really has to do with hope. Why? Because this, this particular verse, verse two, ends this way. Verse two, let's look at verse two again. Through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand. And what? Rejoice in hope. Rejoice in hope. Somebody say hope. We rejoice in hope of the glory of God. We rejoice in hope of the glory of God. The grace of God has, hallelujah, the grace of God has been given to us and it is worth rejoicing over. It is worth celebrating. Hope does this. We rejoice as a result of knowing our position in Christ. That's what it's saying. You have this. You have justified by faith. You have peace with God. You have access by faith. You, you, you stand in the grace of God. Rejoice over this. Celebrate this. Okay? Don't, don't, don't let the devil, um, uh, push this down and, and keep it from you. Rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Why? Because of your position in Christ. All right? It's worth rejoicing over. It is worth rejoicing over. Okay? Let's look at this. So, this word rejoice in the Greek, it's also used a couple other English words in the scripture are used and it's the same word, okay? So rejoice at times is used for this particular definition I'm gonna give you. And the word glory as well and the word boast, okay? So when you see at times, uh, you know, I boast in my infirmities, um, rejoice and glory in, in things. This is really the same the same Greek word, okay? And so what does this mean? What What is it saying? Because of this position, it's saying we need to rejoice. So what is rejoice really saying? Rejoice is really, you know, just a word we kind of throw around in our world. It's in a bunch of praise and worship songs, you know what I'm saying? But what does rejoice really mean here? And this is what it really means. It means to live with your head up high. That's what it means. It means to live with your head up high. And this is my point right here. This is this is point number one. Is hope keeps your head held high. That's what hope does. When you got hope, when it's turning in you, when it's stirring in you, when you understand your position in Christ, it produces hope. And it is, it, and you rejoice in that. What? Because of the hope in you, you can walk with your head held high. Hope keeps your head held high. So once again, hope keeps your head held high. Why? Because it says we rejoice in hope. And rejoice means that we live with our head up high. Okay? And it's talking about uh, our position in Christ and who we are. Okay? And I want to read this a little, a little more. Here, the definition of the word rejoice, or sometimes, as I said, the word in the, this word in scripture, is the word boast is used as well as glory. Okay, and, and it says here that we rejoice in this, okay? Rejoice in hope, in hope. You have hope. And when you know your position, hope will be stirred in you. When you know and have a revelation of who you are in Christ, look at this, Romans chapter five, verse one and two, we just read it. When you know that 
And if you feel like, man, I've been a little shaky. I haven't really held on to that position. The devil's kind of messed with me a little bit. You need to get into the word of God and, 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 and look at this. Um, some great books to read in scripture concerning who you are in Christ is Ephesians, um, Colossians, Philippians, and all of the in him, in Christ, in whom, and it's talking about Christ. All of those are promises of, of being a Christ follower. And it speaks of our identity and we can rejoice in that alone. Our position, we, we have hope because of our position, because of the authority in Christ we have as individuals because of our faith and as a body and being part of uh, uh, the kingdom of God and in the community of believers, that, 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 is, that, is, that is worth rejoicing over, okay? And so this is, uh, as the definition goes a little further here, I'm gonna read it, and this is what rejoice means. Head up high, living with our head up high. And it also means boasting from a particular vantage point by having the right perspective to deal successfully with the matter. Okay, I'm gonna read it again. But this is this is the depth, this is what rejoice means. Understand this: that we have we have this confidence, a boasting from a particular vantage point, being in Christ, by having the right base or perspective, or base of operation, having the right perspective, the correct mindset to deal successfully in life. This is, this is what rejoice means. And this is what it means as well. One more thing here. Refers to living with God-given confidence. Okay, so hope, hope. Here's my next point. Hope gives you confidence. Hope just isn't this this thing where we're just kind of wishing and desiring and, and quote unquote hoping. No, hope is we rejoice in hope and that hope because of, because of what rejoicing is, because of our position in Christ, gives us confidence. When you get up in the morning because of hope in who you are in Christ, you have confidence. You can walk through your week, today, tomorrow, the next day, you can live with your head held high, okay? With your head held high, okay? Our position in Christ, you know, gives us a hope uh, in this life and in eternity, okay? Because it says, and rejoice in hope of the glory of God, okay? Glory today and glory in eternity. Glory in our time on earth, his glory, his presence, his love, his will, his purpose, and glory in eternity, okay? So we rejoice in hope of the glory of God in the here and now and in the afterlife. Hope just isn't for today. Hope is because when I cross over, I'm gonna be with Jesus, okay? So we rejoice, we live with our head held high, we live with a God-given confidence, okay? And this is the glory of God for us, okay? Here it is, uh, Psalm 3, verse 3, and then we're gonna continue with Romans. But Psalm 3, verse 3, it says this, but you, um, O Lord, are a shield for me, my glory, and the one who lifts up my head. Let's read that again, Psalm 3, verse 3. But you, O Lord, are a shield for me, my glory, and the one who lifts up my head. 
It's an old song, you know, for thou, O Lord, art a shield about me. You are my glory and the lifter of my head. This is what hope does, is it lifts your head. Okay, you don't have to walk around with your head down. You can walk around with your head held high. You can walk around with a God-given confidence because of the hope that God gives and because of your position in Christ, all right? So let's go to Romans chapter five, verse three. Here we go. Verse three, and it's talking about rejoicing. You know, the, those two, those first two verses there, Romans one and two, chapter five, verses one and two, it's talking about your position, right? It's talking about who you are in Christ. It's talking about your access. It's talking about you stand in grace. It's talking about your peace with God. It's talking about you're justified by faith. That right there. Wow, you rejoice in that. But look at verse three. It says, not only that. <laughs> Talk about hope. Not only that. Not only your position. Okay? So we're talking about spiritual growth now. Not only your position. And not only that. And, and sometimes uh, in my walk with God and just pastoring and helping people and serving people and just in my journey as a Christ follower, I've seen this where you got some people that, 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 that really um, um, have knowledge of um, who they are in Christ from a, from a standpoint of just understanding what the scripture says, which is great and that's awesome and that's what I'm saying. But verse three says, and not only that, and sometimes even when we have a knowledge of the word, but then when we go through trials and we go through things, we kind of, we, we, we lose sight of that. We, 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 we don't rejoice in those unfavorable circumstances and trials and tribulations. And, and this, is, this, this is where hope is as well, okay? And so it says, and not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, okay? And that's that same word, rejoice and glory. As I said earlier, living with your head up high. We live with our head up high because of who we are in Christ and everything he's done for us, but we live with our head, head, high, head held high even in tribulation because of hope. Okay, this is what hope does. Hope empowers us to rejoice in who we are in Christ, but also rejoice and live with our head held high and live life with God-given confidence, not only because of our position, but also in tribulation, okay? In tribulation, that hope empowers us to rejoice and glory and boast and be confident and live with our head held high and have the, the, a vantage point of victory even in tribulation. This is what hope does. It empowers us to approach trouble and adversity and tribulation different than the world. Hope empowers us to approach it different than the rest of society because of Christ, because of the Spirit of God, because this hope you have, because you have an anchor for your soul, tribulation doesn't affect you the way it affects other people. Trial doesn't affect you the way it affects other people. We, it, it, it does affect us, but it doesn't destroy us. It does something. I mean, we, we go through it, but we do it differently. We Because of Christ, not because of your personal human strength, not because of your willpower. It, 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 it is because of the hope in you you approach trouble different. It says, and not only your position, not only that, but we glory in tribulations. 
This is what hope does. It empowers you to boast and be confident even in troubled times. That's what an anchor does, right? That's what an anchor does. When you are anchored, the winds come. You get, you. it does affect you. But the point is, is you are still anchored at the end of it. It's when we're not anchored that 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 our life falls apart. Our emotions get unraveled. We get disoriented. Our our mind, uh, you know, gets you know in a tailspin. Our 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 body is adversely affected by those things as well. Um, uh, but when you are anchored, you can glory in tribulation. Okay, I'm going to give you the definition of tribulation. Okay, it's it's a narrow place. This is what it means. Narrow place that hems someone in. Anybody been there? Anybody felt like you've been in a narrow place? Everybody, anybody ever felt like you've been in tribulation, a narrow place? It, it, this is what it speaks of. This is the actual definition. It's eter- internal pressure. And we can glory even in an internal pressure that causes someone to feel confined, restricted, or without options. All right, when we, in life, we're going to find ourselves in situations and circumstances where we are without options and it is confined and it is pressure, okay? But we in Christ can be confident even in confined seasons that we feel that we are without option and that there is an internal pressure, something, an environment, a situation that hems us in and we are, God, what are we gonna do? We can in Christ glory and boast and be confident in tribulation. And, and this is why I said at the beginning of this message that hope is all about your position in Christ and your spiritual growth. And this is where spiritual growth happens. I'm gonna tell you right now, you know where spiritual growth happens? It happens in real time. It happens, it happens on the field, right? It happens on the field. It happens, it happens on Monday. That's where spiritual growth happens. Right now, you're getting some tools, hopefully, some revelation, some word. You know, you're getting encouraged, right? You're getting, you're getting challenged, hopefully, in Christ to, 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 to lean into God and, and, and to give him, give him everything and, 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 and just, uh, you know, uh, just getting some, some, some good word for you now. But I'm telling you, spiritual growth happens in tribulation. That's where it's going to happen. And we're gonna look at this. This is what happened. This is this is where hope is. All right, it's in the field, right? I, I, I'm teaching. Um, I just finished actually teaching a course at um, the uh, Teen Challenge Ministry Institute, and I, I just taught a semester on the Book of Acts. And just uh, one of the points I, I was sharing um, this last class we ju- I just taught um, was how the the early church leaders in the in the in the early church, uh, you know, the literal early church in in, in the Middle East and Mediterranean, um, they, they continued to preach and to fulfill the call of God and to plant churches and to minister and disciple and and all that. And and there was a there was a lot of um, trouble around them. There was they were imprisoned, um, arrested. Um, challenged their 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 theology was shaking kind of the the religious world and the secular world and they continued they were willing to die for it okay but but my point was you have to learn how to play the game injured 
Okay, you gotta, that's how you're gonna grow, right? You ever, I don't know if you any basketball fans out there, but remember in the 90s when Michael Jordan, right? I, I, I forget what playoff game it was, but the man had the flu and you could tell from even watching on the television or even on footage now, you could see he was like sick. Like he was, he wasn't doing so good. Like, you know, he had the flu and he was out there um, and he played. He, he, he played in the midst of the trouble and the pressure and even his body uh, in pain. And so as Christ followers, like this is it. We glory in tribute. If you want to grow, you got to learn how to play injured. All right. Now we go to Christ, he gets us healed. But I'm just saying, if you're waiting for a perfect environment for you to just feel 100%, and everything is all up in its place and everything is just perfect, you will do nothing for God. You got to learn how to play and, 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 and press into God, you know, and, and athletes understand this. Like, you know, you, you got you got to tape up the ankle, make those tennis shoes a little tighter and get out there and play. <laughs> I understand there's a time to rest. And I'm not I'm not preaching against that, but I'm saying uh, sometimes we're so preoccupied with ourselves and our thing and, and we want to control things all the time. And God is saying, you can glory in tribulation. You can keep serving God and pressing into him when it isn't all put together. All right. That's where his grace comes in. All right. That's where his grace comes in. Okay. But we also glory in tribulations. And, and we can glory in this, okay? And this is why, because we know some things, okay? We know, we, that's what it's saying here. We glory in tribulation knowing, knowing that, this is, where, this is growth, knowing that tribulation, come on now, this is in the Bible. Tribulation produces perseverance, okay? It produces something. I'm talking about growth. Hope is, is all about your identity in Christ, but it's also about your spiritual growth, okay? Our vision as a community, Hopeland Church, is that we exist so that you can encounter God, walk in freedom, fulfill God's purpose, and go change your world, okay? We are a church that desires to be worshipers at our core, to glorify Christ and to, and to encounter him and to walk in freedom. We as a community are, 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 are committed to discipleship and to empower and give the tools to people so they can grow, so they can walk out freedom in Christ, that what they have encountered in God can be walked out and actualized in their real life, okay? So here it is, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, okay? Produces perseverance. Produces, it means just, produce means it, getting it done, completing, right? Production is, is, is the, the finality of a process. That's production, all right? Produce at the grocery store is the result of a seed going through a process and you have produce. <laughs> that tree, that seed has produced. It's, 
it's the it's the harvest okay so 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 in tribulation the harvest for somebody that has hope the harvest of tribulation is endurance and perseverance okay it is internal spiritual fortitude that's the harvest that when we have hope in us when we have that Christ in us, the hope of glory, this hope we have as an anchor for the soul, when we go into tribulation, okay, when we go into, into trials, when we go into adversity, God's intention that the harvest you get from your trouble is perseverance. It's a harvest. It, it's growth. It's, it's the finality of a process. Okay, um, it's it, it, it's it's it, uh, produce it produces. It, it means you know to conclusion or to an exact definitive conclusion. That's what it does for us in Christ. Okay, all right, that's what it does. Okay, so here it is. Here's my third third point. Uh, we go into trials with hope. Okay, we go in with hope. We go in with hope. Okay, and in the process, we get perseverance. I'm talking about growth. You go in with hope and you hold on to that anchor. You're going to develop perseverance. You're going to develop perseverance. Okay, you're going to develop perseverance. Okay, and this is what it means. So I'm, I'm teaching you today. Uh, but um, perseverance means to remain under pressure. It means you remain. It means uh, perseverance is you still hold on to Jesus through it. You remain faithful through it. You you continue in your calling through the pressure. You continue in uh, obedience to God through it. Hope empowers you, and 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 you produce this this perseverance. Okay, God enables the believer to remain under the challenges that we have in life. That's that's what perseverance means. Okay, it's two words, hypomino, hypomino. It is under and remain. So to remain under, to endure under. Trials, tribulations is something you're under, something you're in. And perseverance is that you remain through it, that you don't get derailed, okay? Okay, look, look, look let me say this here. You gotta, you gotta choose to remain, remain under. You gotta hold on through it, hold on through it. Why? Because if you don't remain under, you won't get over. Okay, there, 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 there are blessings and rewards to faithfulness. There are, there are provisions and harvest and breakthrough for those that remain. Look at the word of God. Faithfulness is rewarded time and time again. And I'm here to tell you that hope empowers you to remain. You hold on to that anchor, hold on to tikva, that core, and you will produce perseverance in you. This is God's method. This is one of the ways that we grow. We grow in perseverance. We grow in tribulation. We develop through it, all right? We develop through it, okay? We develop through it, okay? Hallelujah. Hope is a part of your spiritual growth. Hope is a part of your spiritual growth, all right? Here we go. Let's look at this again. 
Here we go. And uh, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, verse three, verse four, and perseverance, character, and perseverance, character. Perseverance, character. Character means it's, it's proof of genuineness. Perseverance changes you, develops this genuineness, this, this internal authenticity, okay? Approval, that's what it means. It means through testing, approval through testing. It means tried and true. That's what character means. It, it's the result of the trial. It means to pass the test, okay? And look at hope is always gonna end up being more real to those that remain in God's will through trials. Hope starts to develop. Hope starts to develop. So once again, once again, look at verse four and perseverance character and character hope. So your walk with God is progressive. You're growing, you're developing. You got a position in Christ. You, you're, you're, you're holding it down in God. You're standing in grace. You're justified by faith, right? You are, um, you have been given access to the very throne of heaven. I mean, you got a position in the kingdom. You have a position of royalty. You have a position of distinction because of the blood of Jesus and the cross. You are a son in God's house. You have a seat at his table. Come on, somebody, right? So that's, that's hope. We rejoice in hope of the glory of God because of that. But not only that, we also rejoice <laughs> in tribulation because tribulation produces perseverance. Perseverance produces character and character produces hope, okay? You're growing. Your walk with God is a walk of development. The seed of the word is planted in you. And, and, and through holding on to that word, receiving that word, conceiving that word, holding on to it in trouble, when the winds come, when the waves come, you hold on to that and you're gonna develop. You're gonna get a harvest from that seed. You're gonna grow. You're going to get stronger, get more mature, more settled, rooted in love, rooted in the house of God, rooted in the presence of God, anchored behind the veil. Come on, somebody. So, so this is hope. This is what it does. You got a position and you're going to grow. Look at, look, at, look at the person next to you. If there's nobody next to you, who cares? Say it anyway. Say, I got a position and I'm growing, right? Say this with me. Say, I have a position in Christ. And I am growing. Here we go. Let's go through the points again. Before, before I give you the last one, say this with me. Say, hope keeps my head held high. All right? Lift your head up. Lift your head up. He's my glory and the lifter of my head. God-given confidence. Right? So next one. Say this with me. Hope gives me confidence. Say it again. Say, hope gives me confidence. Here's the next one. We go into trials with hope. Say it with me again. Say, I go into trials with hope, right? I go into it with this spiritual 
strength and power in the Holy Spirit. And that is called hope. I go in with hope. I go in with hope. I go in with the grace of God. I go in with God's affirmation and love for me. I go into it because it's going to get rough. It's going to, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to get shook. I'm going to, you know, the the waves are going to come. The wind's going to come, but I'm anchored, right? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? When uh, my son, Dominico, my (laughs) six-year-old, he kind of has this aggressive personality. And so, you know, he'll run so fast, like it's too fast. (laughs) And he... (laughs) He'll run so fast, like he'll even explain what happened because he'll run so fast, he'll fall, right? He just, nobody tripped him. <laughs> there wasn't like a rock right there. Like he just fell because he's running too fast. And he'll have an explanation. Like what happened was my legs were going so fast, my body couldn't keep up. I don't know. He has an explanation for it, but he'll fall. Boom. And the first thing he does is he's like, I'm okay. Right? Like, and so when <laughs> He, he literally, it doesn't matter. It could be any, he just fall, trip, and everybody looks. He's like, I'm good, right? I'm okay. Gives a thumbs up, like instantly. I'm okay. And, and, and when we go through trials, it's like that sometimes, right? We're going and it's like, we, we, we go through it. But if you're anchored, you're going to be like, I'm okay, right? Relationships, people, situations, job, I don't know, whatever, pandemic, I'm okay, right? I'm all right. And, and it's because you're anchored. So, so we go in to trials and go, got to go in. Don't go into a trial without that anchor. You better go in with that anchor. Don't set sail in your walk with God without an anchor on the boat. Come on, somebody. You have to be connected to Jesus. This is your spiritual stability is hope. It is, as we've said the last week here, it is a stabilizing force. Okay. So we, so we go into trials, say it again, say, I go into trials with hope. You know, I come in with my, with, with, with my, with my tools, my arsenal, my spiritual weaponry, okay? I go in with hope, all right? And this, this thing, this, this, your growth, your, your journey is progressive, right? Let's read it. Let's read it again. Romans 5, 3. And not only that, right? But we also glory in tribulations, knowing that what? Tribulations produce perseverance. Somebody say growth, tribulations produce perseverance good stuff comes out of trouble when you got hope on the inside good stuff harvest growth development maturity training knowing that tribulation produce man when you got hope tribulations produce good stuff trouble produces good stuff when you're in god and god's in you and you're in the kingdom kingdom's in you tribulation produces perseverance and what perseverance perseverance produces what character Growth. Somebody say growth. And character doesn't even end there. What's it produce? Hope. Produce. Production. To conclusion. Finality. It, it brings us. It takes us somewhere. Tribulation doesn't trip, doesn't paralyze us. Tribulation doesn't ruin us. Right? We go into tribulation, but tribulation doesn't get in us. Guess what gets in us? When we go into tribulation, we come out. With perseverance. When we go into tribulation, we come out with character. When we go into tribulation, my last point, we come out of trials with hope, right? When we go into trouble, we come out with some goods. Come on, somebody. We come out with some development. We are better coming out than coming in. We are stronger coming out than coming in. Jesus was led by the Spirit. 
into the wilderness. And the Bible says he came out in the power of the spirit. Something changed, right? And it was, it was for the better, right? I get better, not bitter. Come on, somebody. I'm too blessed to be stressed, all right? I'm too anointed to be disappointed. Come on. Yes, Lord. So we go, we go into trials, but, but it doesn't get in us, right? Um, here it is. Say this with me. Say, tribulations don't break me. They shape me. Say that with me again. Say, tribulations don't break me. They shape me. Say this with me. Tribulations don't devour me. They develop me. Say it again. Tribulations don't devour me. They develop me. Say this with me. Tribulations don't destroy my faith. They refine my faith. Why? Because of hope. Because of hope. You go in with hope. You're going to come out with some good stuff. Tribula say this with me. Tribulations don't derail me. They align me with purpose. Say it again. Tribulations don't derail me. They align me with God's purpose. Here's the last one. Say this one with me. Tribulations don't disappoint me. They actually are a sign that God has appointed me. All right? So we mature when we hold fast to who is sure. Talking about Jesus. We mature when we hold fast to who is sure. Once again, my last point, we come out of trials with hope. We go into trials with hope and we come out. I'm going to say it this way. We come out of trials with more hope. All right. Romans 15, 13. I'm going to close. Romans chapter 15, 13. We're going to close with this and we're going to start with this verse next week. Okay. That's what we're going to start with. Uh, we're going to talk about the power of the Holy Spirit next week and, and how much being baptized in the Holy Spirit and being full of the Holy Spirit, how much of this, um, this, the, the, the power of the Holy Spirit in your heart and in your life, how important it is when it comes to hope to have the power of the Holy Spirit. But here it is, Romans 15, 13. Now, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Ooh, who's your God? The God of hope is who he is. It's his character. It is in the, if I can even say this, it's in the DNA of, our, of God is hope. Within the very nature of God is hope. It's his nature that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you, Lord, for everybody joining here today. I pray you fill them with the power of the Holy Spirit. I pray that they go into their trials, Lord, as they're led by the Spirit and they come out in the power of the Spirit. I pray in Jesus' name, Father, that because of the hope that's in them, because they are anchored, I pray that this year they grow like never before. They mature like never before. They develop in you and in their spiritual life. They develop perseverance and they develop, Father God, spiritual strength and they develop character and they develop and grow in the knowledge and wisdom and revelation of, of hope through this life this year like never before. In the mighty name of Jesus, somebody say amen. I hope you enjoyed the message. My prayer is that you will change your world as a result of what you listen to today. If you're ever in the LA area, join us for one of our weekend gatherings. 
and remember to follow us on social media. Peace.